Hi everyone, my name is David Gillespie and you are listening to High Shelf Gaming Podcast. This is a weekly podcast about role-playing games and board games and gaming conventions. Every week I'm joined by my co-host Rich Wisneski and we bring on guests to talk about the games that they love, the conventions they're playing them at, all that good stuff. If this is up your alley, please feel free to download, listen, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And you can always find us on Twitter at High Shelf Gaming or join us on our Facebook group high shelf gaming podcast it's a closed group click to join though and we're friendly to everybody and uh you'll get to hang out and talk games with us all you like hey everyone david again here with high shelf gaming podcast as always joined by i don't even know what to call you now joined by rich the co-host with the most is generally that's all my business cards it says rich high shelf gaming co-host with the most and you know the chicks dig it i'm I'm sure they do and and i'm sure some fellas dig it too it's it's really awesome when you're at the bars it's a great way to get a seat right up front is to start handing out your podcasting business cards and it's like fucking moses i'm like parting the red sea i don't know if you know this but i'm kind of a big deal in the podcasting scene (laughs) yes that's right that is my line how did you know (laughs) all right today it's just you and me uh we don't have any guests on we we had a guest lined up but my own uh scheduling faux pas i decided to have uh a new kiddo a a child come into the world during the time that we were supposed to be recording so i had to flake super happy that everything went super well there but it means that you and i have to do this one solo without our without our guest and I'm super sad. We lost our um, addition here for this call. One of our one of our favorites, Ryan. He is in Disney World right now. Oh, good, good for him. Good I for know. Him. Dude. So he's having a great time. Sorry he couldn't join us. Um, I know this one's a little uh, timing related. So you know we're recording this on what day is today? The seventeenth of the April. Seventeenth. Seventeenth uh, uh, April. Seventeenth yeah, <laughs> uh, of April, two thousand eighteen. Okay, so hopefully we'll get this out soon because I know we got some important dates coming up um, with Origins. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about, Dave. Hey, Dave, back to you. What are we going to talk about today? Today, we're talking about Origins Game Fair, which is another phenomenal convention, not as big as Gen Con. We've been doing a survival series on Gen Con. I think we're three episodes in. We've got another four or five to go um, or a fourth and a fifth maybe to go. Yeah. Origins, I think we can wrap up in one. It is a smaller con, but it's still big. So a lot of people would say, I'm going to Gen Con and Origins this year as kind of their two big cons, I would say. And, you know, Origins was my first ever big con. I I talked about it on my other podcast about... Uh, triangle, you know, I worked with Ryan and I was taking the, you know, we we're traveling a lot from Denver and Tennessee and DC. And I just had our uh, travel agent fly me in for a day to visit Ryan at Origins. He was like, man, this is great. It was. Yeah. And it was the heroin that got into my veins. <laughs> it was so much fun for that day that um, I had to go back. That's awesome. Now, was Origins the same size as Gen Con back then, or has Origins always been a bit smaller than Gen Con? I'm going to go on a limb and say it's always been smaller. And, you know, I kind of have some of Ryan's notes here from uh, wanting to come on, you know, or we invited him on to the podcast. And he thinks last year was about one fifth 
the size of Gen Con. So if Gen Con sold out at what, 80,000 people, 90,000 people? Well, hold on. What was last year? So Gen Con's turnstile, where they count you every day, was 200 and something grand. But I think they're looking at 50 to 60-ish K. You know, if you you don't do the turnstile counting, you just look at people there i think it's 50 to 60,000. All right, so what's a fifth of 60 there, David? Um I'm I know gonna, you haven't had any sleep in like a week. Oh, yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah, with a new kiddo, it's like i i don't <laughs> i can't math right now. Um a fifth of 60 is going to be like 12, 12 and a bit. Okay. Like that. I I can dig that number. I and and there's lots of um Oh, I know it's not, uh, you know, proper factoids or whatever, but there's a lot of empirical evidence that I have from going last year that it is a lot less people. Okay. So we're looking at somewhere in the 12,000, 12 to 20,000, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I think I'm going to have to go to the uh, internets here. Um, I'm on my PC computer and origins 2017 attendance let's see if they release this oh, yeah. you know origins is kind of from a 17,000 holy shit bro your math is like just almost spot on there well, I, and, I did and ryan I, saying a fifth <laughs> so okay you did great math ryan is just a freaking great estimator you know he's such a computer guy it's like walking around with a pc computer with you so i'm sure he like counted all that <laughs> he just he just sits there counting each person it's just he just happens to know it it just happens he doesn't count it happens in the back <laughs> it's just getting tallied with bits and bytes so yeah ryan couldn't make it so i think i'm just gonna bag on him all episodes so we'll see how that goes he's not here to defend himself yeah, um, right. okay so just under twenty thousand, which is Right in line with that number. Um, and they are, they've been in, in the running for a long time. Um, like what, 10, 20 years, something like that. Um, I, I don't remember when they got started. I, I certainly wasn't going to gaming cons at the time, but since I've heard about gaming cons, Origins has always been there. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a mainstay of the convention scene, a little bit smaller, easier to get into. So it's not this crazy like housing portal and registration portal where you're not going to get your games. Like at Origins, you're going to get into games. You're going to get to play the things you want to play. Typically, it's my understanding. Yeah. And you know, it was it started in 1975. There, Dave. Just to drop that factoid on you, I'm a factoid <laughs> dropping bomb. My internet works. Um, so and by the way, I have super fast internet. Um, yeah. So in 75, when I was five years old. Origin started. That's pretty awesome, dude. That has a that's a, such a great history. It's such a great time frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's in Ohio, right? That's where Origins is at, right? Columbus. Columbus. And it's uh, it's one of those cons that you know you're up in Columbus, Ohio, just like going up to Indianapolis, right? The the airport mm-hmm. is is pretty pretty utilitarian. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's not like a giant DFW. Like it's not a huge airport. You know, blue collar town kind of thing. You you go in and you take a bus or a cab to your hotel. And my understanding, at least for Origins, housing is way easier. What's the oh, what's the housing I, like? I have gotten hotels this last year. I think I waited too long and got a hotel basically down the street. So let's let's define down the street as eight blocks, maybe six blocks. Um, definitely walkable. I did try Ubering it. And then I was like, God, this is such a waste of money. Mm. Um, It was just such a walk. Now there is where the convention center is. There's this main drag street 
and um, off to the other side or two of it, maybe two streets over, it can get a little sketchy. So, um, and I think that's, I think it's going to be high street is the one that I'm, I'm speaking of that is, um, you know, the kind of the nice one that everything's kind of down. Um, but yeah, it, you know, when you, if you're really planning this, right, you should have no problems. And I think I maybe even could have gotten in to one of the closer hotels, but I maybe didn't want to spend that much money. Sure. Sure. You know, I was kind of saving my cash a little bit. Yeah. And, and so, um, Oh, I'm sorry. We should say this is in Columbus, Ohio. And it's the convention itself this year is June 13th through 17th, Columbus, Ohio, you know, calendar year, 2018. The, the deal is, uh, it's another four day con just like Gen Con. So you can get a four day pass. That's typically the way to go. Cause those are the cheaper passes and you're going to have a good time. So if you're going to be there for two days, you might as well buy the four day pass and get yourself another half day or, or, or four full days if you can. And you are going to have a great time. One of the best things I enjoy about this, I, you know, I, I kind of, maybe we were talking about Gen Con and you got to kind of really pick what you want to get into. Right. Um, man, I, I've been able to get into Doctor Who games, you know, Cubicle 7, uh, the the people that dropped the Doctor Who role-playing game, mm-hmm. big props to Cubicle 7, great product, great, you know, great materials, great resources. They had a great humble package they put out. Um, I mean, just a great team all around run Doctor Who. It's really hard to get into that at Gen Con. Right. Nice and easy to get in at Origins. Um, you know, just like true dungeon, we did it last year and it was easy to get into and it was a smaller true dungeon. So it was really kind of neat that it was, it was really quiet while we were doing our run. There wasn't as much of the same ambient noise right to where one of the puzzle rooms we actually heard something we didn't hear we, we were doing a repeat puzzle that we'd done the year before gen con and as we're in it this time we were like hey do you hear that yeah what is that noise and then we were able to go hey it's part of the puzzle but when we were doing it at gen con there was so much ambient noise i think we missed that or we were drunk. I mean, it, it could have been half a dozen, one or the other. So, you know, I can't totally dog on Gen Con having too much noise, but, um, you know, it was since I don't even think we had one full group. I think we were seven or eight was our biggest group oh, size. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. So yes, you can get into a lot of games that you maybe can't get into a Gen Con. You're definitely there with fellow gamers too. Okay. So let's talk about game reg real quick. And I do want to talk about running a game there if we can get to it. Um, So games, the listing is going to hit April 23rd. So that's going to hit later on this month. And uh, registration is May 2nd. So, so know that some of the dates for origins are really close to some of the dates for Gen Con. Right. So if you're planning on doing both, don't get them confused. Uh, Origins is coming out April 23rd and the registration itself is May 2nd. Um, and then in our other podcast, we talk about Gen Con. I don't want to repeat that stuff too much. Um, but Oh, Dave, throw in there. True Dungeon registration actually starts on the 29th of April. Okay. Yeah, and this is this is part of the reason why we're we're rushing to get this out is all of these dates are coming up right now, and we don't we don't want to to we want people to be able to hear this before those dates arrive. Yes, and big props to True Dungeon this year. Um, you know, like I mentioned last year was um, I think they reconf- reconfigured some of the um, things they had done at Gen Con for Origins. 
kind of putting their toe in. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, they are doing some um, events that happen at Gen Con, and then they're doing a new one, and it's going to be debuting at Origins. Yes. So cool and yes. awesome of them to say, hey, I love you, little con, and I'm going to do something like do a, a kickoff a series at you. Yes. And it's they're calling it N one Astral Journey to Bliss. And I kinda like that. It reminds me of all the old tree of all the old uh, modules I got back here. You know what I mean? From uh D D days. Um but N one starts at Origins. It will be playable at Gen Con along with the other two N series modules, um, Odin's Heaven, Haven, sorry, I can't read Odin's Haven. And Vault of the All-Father. So, as you might tell, Thor might be in this. Right. There's some Norse, there's some Norse stuff going on here. So, yeah, a little Norse theory, a little Norse flavor. I'm really, I, dude, I might, I might run, I might, even if our crew isn't going to be doing N2, N3, I might just get all those done while I'm at Gen Con, you know, just jump in a team because I kind of, if I like this N1 at Origins, I think I'm going to try and go through the rest of them at Gen Con. Heck yeah. So, okay. So for the folks who are not true dungeon initiated, um, go back and listen to our second episode which was on True Dungeon um, and all the fun that, that's had there. They've changed it up a little bit. So it used to be Gen Con was the starter for, or it was the launch location for all of the True Dungeon dungeons, you know, all of the, the paths you went down for this event type. Um, and they're mixing it up. So the, so Origins gets one, and then Gen Con will get the other two. And it's kind of cool. It, it gives them a chance to, one, launch a single event rather than trying to launch three at once. So there's a, logistically, it's a little bit easier. And it kind of pumps up Origins a little bit, which is great. You know, like, I think that people go to Gen Con because it's the con. But Origins is a phenomenal con to go to. It's a little, uh, little lighter on the wallet, a little bit easier to get into, a little bit, uh, in general, um, easier to attend from that perspective. Um, would you say that there's, uh, any kind of downside going to origins over Gen Con? Like, let's say somebody's listening, like, Oh, I got to pick one or the other. Uh, would, what would you say there? Okay. This is going to be a very rich slanted conversation. Um, what you will miss is things like Super Robo Rally. You're not going to have some of these games that are showing up that are just so unique and mm-hmm. big that they need the funding from running their events at Gen Con. I bet to pay. I mean, I got to give those Super Robo Rally guys such a big compliment of how much work they're doing to keep that thing going. Yeah. But that costs money. Yeah. And you're also not going to get everybody coming there. Artist Alley is going to be a little smaller. Um, you know, you if you got a small company that they got their marketing dollars for that year to spend, they, they might just have to pick Gen Con. Right. Now, as a gamer, man, and I, you know, I love people, Dave, and I love the world. And, you know, you've heard my, oh, I got to puke and it gets people out of the way, right? But when you go to Origins, oh, man, it's like hanging out in your buddy's backyard. There's room in the aisles, you know, playing demos. You don't have to really get in the dealer room really quick. You can you can kind of just wait a second and a demo opens up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's very you don't have jostling in the halls. You you know, you got room to do things. Um 
you know, but just like last year, I have a really great story about the silent auction um, that maybe you'll let me tell. But this year, the silent auction's gone. Oh. So there's some things like that that maybe the participation levels kind of change and origins will lose some of that. Yeah. Um, but if I had to pick one, I have to go to Gen Con because of my true dungeon buddies. But true. if I didn't have true dungeon buddies, I'd pick Origins. Interesting. So okay. really that is the that's the part of the glue that keeps me there because I enjoy being able to go down to the food court and just wait in a 10 person line. Yeah. And get some really good Chinese food right there in the convention center. Right. Or, you know, grab a burger or a pizza or go to the gift shop that's that's attached to it and get a six pack of beer. Just, you know, and, and there's, there's like one person in front of you. Um, as you guys know, at Gen Con, just waiting to get a hot dog, you can be uh, 20 people deep. You yeah. know what I mean? It can be quite a line and then they run out of things and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, so there is a sense of Gen Con is where the truly unique things are available. And Origins is there for, I want a little less hustle and bustle. And I want to make sure I get into the role-playing games or the board games or the events. I don't want to stress as much about it. And I have to throw the caveat in that you got to check the, you got to check and see where the people you like are going. You know, there, there's a game called Starfleet Battles mm-hmm. that um, Eric, a buddy of ours who's passed on, used to love to go to Origins and play because he could pick up an eight-hour Starfleet Battle session. And it was other really just committed Starfleet Battle guys. I'm not too sure that's at Gen Con. Oh, okay. I'm sure they have Starfleet battles. They have to have Starfleet battles. Um, but, you know, it's you got to check with who your folks are and where they're at. Um, I think there's always a little bit of unique at both. But I bet there's a lot of people that spend their money at Gen Con because as I talked to one of the artists on the bus one time, they make their nut for the year at Gen Con. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a draw. And the other thing is, I think there's a lot more tournaments at Gen Con, like Magic the Gathering has a giant tournament. The L5R guys, all of the Fantasy Flight tournaments happen at Gen Con. Um, There's a, just a ton of big name tournaments that happen there. I don't think Origins has that. I think Origin has those games and they may have a smaller tournament, but they're not going to have anything that's to the prestige of a, a Gen Con tournament. So there, are, yeah, there's a, there's reasons for one or, or the other. Definitely. And I feel very bad now because you know what I didn't look up is there are um, oh, little bits of things that happen that certain vendors, even big ones will only go to one or two because of the way they see the value. I would say that just hearing Ryan talk about it and hearing you talk about it, I would hazard a guess that if you wanted the space to run a game, Origins might be the better place to do it. Sounds like it's not going to be as crowded. It's not going to be as loud. So you're not, you're probably not going to lose your voice. And odds are they're going to have the space for you to do something more interesting. You know, if you had like kind of a, an off the wall idea, they may have the space for you. Whereas Gen Con is going to say, look, who are you? Okay, cool. Here's a thing you can do. And we'll put you next to these other guys that might not be at all like what you're doing. Or you may have to attach yourself to another company. I I remember I joined an event at Gen Con. It was a one guy show. And he was like, yeah, I just hooked up with these other guys because they already had space. And they just gave me a table within their space. So, you know, depending on the type of game you're running, finding space at Gen Con can be kind of tough. But I'm guessing that Origins, it's a lot easier. 
Oh yeah, you know, in in running games, this would be a great place to dip your toe in. I know Ryan. Oh, time to pick on Ryan again. You know, super Lego guy. He has a lot of great hobbies, and one of those is Legos. And he he put together a Lego brick thing or whatever that was D and D based. Nice. And oh my nice. gosh, lots of Lego pieces. Uh, you know, it was kind of like playing D and D, the board game, but with Legos and of course different rules. And you know, you got to roll dice and blah blah blah. Um, but man, he needed a lot of room. And when I joined his game, um, you know, I want to say there were three other people with us, mm-hmm. and he had a big area. He had a very large area to work in um, and, you know, lots of room, not, you know, the tables weren't bumped up to each other, you know what I mean? To yeah. try and fill space. So there was a lot of positives there. And, and I think also maybe the, the, the pressure might be a little bit less um, if, if you wanted to dip your toe in some. Do, do they charge for games and then do DMs or, or game organizers, do they get paid for those games like they do for Gen Con? Ooh, I don't know that. That's a great question. We would have to, I wish Brian was here. Um, all I know is they do, you know, there is the the games themselves and charges along those lines, but um, nothing about on the, the GM side of it. So I'm sorry I can't add to that piece of the company. Well, if they're charging, if you as, a, as an attendee are playing, paying for games, odds yes. are there's a way for the event organizer to get paid for that game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, however that works, maybe that's like at Gen Con, they add on a couple extra on top of it for that, for that jazz. And that would be what you get. But I, I don't know. I know that everything is, it's, it's, you know, pretty inexpensive, just like with Gen Con and their $2 games. You know what I mean? Um, or is it $4 games? I can't remember. God, I'm just full of misinformation today. <laughs> but yes, we're about to see because event, event registrations over, I guess. But the event list is about to come up. So event registration to probably get in the list is over, but the list is about to come out. So we're about to see the list and the pricings come out here very shortly with Origins. Yeah. Yeah. And and they may still uh, be like Gen Con where they keep adding events as event organizers come along and say, hey, I want to add more events to this, to my run, basically, or to my, yeah. uh, to my space. Um, you know, another great thing about Origins, and it's not, this is not game related. Mm. is the food they have a place called north market right by origins i mean it's like across the street in a parking lot oh and this north market place holy smokes that's almost a reason to go in itself really yes we found this little donut shop that they are like artisan donuts And um, it's it's Ryan had Ryan got the name. It's Destination Donuts, and um, you know he likes it because they have some oh for food allergies they have some very particular donuts that are uh, very very good for him to eat. Ah, and nice. for me, they have some really great donuts that are just bad for me. Yeah, just completely bad so for for the good. waste and everything. Yeah, yeah. the best yeah, donuts just, in the world. They're making donuts all day. You walk up, they're making donuts. That's awesome. And then you're getting hot, fresh donuts. And they're not Krispy Kreme. They're super tasty. Yes. Um, there's also, a, you know, I am Polish. And there is a um, uh, oh, a, a Polish vendor that's there in the North Market oh. that I like to stop in at. So I will give Hubert's, Hubert's, Hubert's a prop shout that, man, have you ever had a cabbage roll? Yes, I have had a cabbage yeah. roll. Yeah, have you yes. ever had a pierogi? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't had a pierogi. Oh, 
Oh, you got to have a pierogi. You ever had a kielbasa? Yeah. 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 Everybody's had some kielbasa. Now, (laughs) my aunts make a way better cabbage roll than anybody in the world. So I I, I can't say that he's the best cabbage roll I've ever had because you've never had my aunt's cabbage roll. You are are a cabbage roll aficionado. It's unfair to put him against that. That's that right. That kind of pressure. It's unfair to put him against the ants. But I'm <laughs> telling you, his cabbage rolls are great. His pierogies are great. Um, and it's just this, you know, really nondescript. You kind of look and it's very underwhelming. And then you get the food and you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Very <laughs> you nice. created a front that's very underwhelming, but your food is phenomenal. So they 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 have that shtick going for them. It works really well. Um, and then you know, as I mentioned, destination donuts, and um, there's a little barbecue joint inside there. So you don't have to have convention food during the convention. It's a super easy walk to North Market, and you have more competition with locals. Than nice. you do with the gamers in nice. North Market. Nice. Yeah, because I will say, you know, at other conventions, you're either stuck eating the food in there. Like you and I have gone to a lot of professional conventions. We've gone yeah. to Gen Con. We've gone to other places. A lot of times you're stuck with the food in the in the hall. And it's like crappy pizza and like a lukewarm burger. It's not great. Um, Gen Con does a great job with like food trucks and all that kind of stuff. But the lines yes. can be kind of long. Yes. With Origins being a little smaller, sounds like you can get some really great food close by without waiting 20 minutes. That's right. And then dinner spots are off the chain. I, I just got to give Ryan a shout out again for um, last year. He took me to Ted's Montana Grill and their big thing's bison. Nice. Um, so nice. Uh, I think he treated everybody to dinner. There was probably like five or six of us and he picked up uh, the tab and I drank lots of beer. And... Um, <laughs> He got I you had drunk. The, yeah, I had the bison meatloaf and it was super tasty. And they're really big on their bison burgers and stuff like that. So, um, and I think even, you know, maybe he ordered it without butter and it came with butter. And man, they took care of it. The chef came out and apologized in a very nice, you know, manner. And uh, oh, just what a great group group over there. So, yes, not only can you get something to eat really quick next door, you can go out for dinner with your friends and not have a two hour wait. That's so, cool. There, there are some benefits there that are outside of gaming, but are part of our gaming culture. Right. That it's food, yeah, and hanging out with your friends. You yeah. know what I mean? It has a real good flavor for that. Um, yeah, that's all I'll throw in about food. I won't, I won't embarrass any other um, food stalls or any other, <laughs> you know, uh, establishments. No, but that's that's all good stuff. Uh, and the, what is the what is the local scene? Because you know, whenever you and I go out to Gen Con, you run into the locals. You know, as soon as you go out, as soon as you leave the convention, you start filtering into the local scene. The local scene in Columbus, Ohio, around the con. What's what's that looking like? It's happening. Like I mentioned, this North Market, they actually set up a stalls out front during the weekend, kind of a farmer market esque mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, and you can buy beeswax candles, and you know they got they got that going on. So there's locals walking around doing all that wonder, you know, and, and they know about us and they see us and stuff and everything's cool there. It seems like every year I go to origins, they have the gay parade parade during the origins time frame. So oh, awesome. I, 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 I've never not been there during no gay pride parade. So it always seems to happen that Saturday. And let me tell you, those locals are not a party. 
Nice. And, you know, luckily it shuts down pretty early because, man, it is it, when when you're walking back to your hotel, you can tell there was some partying going on. They have a big parade and there's tons of people there, um, you know, and, and everyone has a, a really good time with it. So I'd say very welcoming people, um, you know, uh, big events going on downtown around that time. I wonder if the gay pride parades during origins again this year. Um, but you know, the last year we had some gamer ally, uh, stickers, people would, you know, throw on and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, real, real nice event, real nice people all around. And with it being a smaller con, um, you know, even, even the folks you're kind of bumping into and dealing with everyone's just in such a, um, you know, good mood. You're just happy to be there. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I want to go to origins. Um, I obviously can't do it this year with the, with the kiddo, just the timing is not going to work out, but, um, origins has always sounded like a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. you, and I know a couple other buddies that go to origins quite well or quite often. And so I definitely want to make that con. And, and this is a, this is one of those things that it's a great lightweight, but still national convention to go to. So there's still oh, a lot yeah. of big dealers there. Um, and a lot of big games are represented there. The gaming's great people. Everyone's a lot of fun. You know, the one year I played doctor who there, um, with cubicle seven, everybody donned like accents and they all started playing their character role playing it. And I was Clara. So, I mean, we were just having such a great time. And I think that moment of that game where everybody got into their character and everybody was just disarmed and everyone was just having a good time um, is a good example of origins. You know, people are there to have a great time. I got to give another shout out that if you see clout um, on the event listing, they have their pan galactic superstar universal championship at origins. And I don't know if you remember clout clout is a little game that was played with poker esque type chips. Oh, and you would flip these chips onto a mat that was, oh, let's say 36 by 36. I, I'm wrong, right? It, it's, it's some other size. But let's say it was two foot by two foot or something like that. Yeah. And the chips are creatures, spells, and or castles, you know, things that you're th- – well, you don't throw the castles out, but we'll get into those <laughs> rules another day. And it's been dead. It has been dead. I can't tell you how many years Clout's been dead. Ryan is a God. Am I just picking on this guy too much? Yeah. Ryan is an avid Clout player. Yes. And he got me introduced to this one year. I went to the Pan Galactic Universal Championship Series Winner Champion game. Uh, they usually have this like fifteen syllable thing for the game. Yeah. And um, they they bring new boxes. <laughs> so I don't know where they keep what? finding new boxes of Clout. <laughs> they bring these new boxes of clout and you, you basically pay to get in and they always have a different kind of rule set and you build your, your chip deck. So you think of a deck, it's all your chips stacked up and then you, you combat, you go into a Swiss and you, you combat until there's one person that wins. Yes. What I didn't know is since this game's been dead for over eight years and these people are keeping clout alive, most of them are clout collectors and so they pretty much have almost every single clout chip anyways. So what you do after the tournament is you spread out all the clout chips and the six or seven guys that are there, like for real, they go, let's look at all the chips and you can choose. I bet not to partake in this, but this is part of the fun too. Mm-hmm. 
and they get the chips they don't have. And they usually have like a list of seven things, right? Like they'll have a little notepad where they're like, I'm still looking for these chips mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll, they'll grab those chips and then they'll fill out their collections. And then there's kind of uh, the new guys will go through and pick things they want. And then whatever's left goes to the most newbie. Oh, and literally I got to bring home 12 pounds of poker chips on there. <laughs> Thank you, clout motherfuckers. Beep that. Because they were like, we all got done, and there's still these huge boxes of opened clout chips. And they're like, oh, yeah, those are all yours, newbie. <laughs> and they, they took off, and I'm stuck with this 12 oh, pounds. Oh, my God. That's like I mean, a, they don't, yeah, that's, it's that's like, like a, a true dungeon uh, screw-over. That's like, a, that's like a Seinfeld sketch where he's like, it's not – it's not that I wanted it. It's that I got stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> and so even I just moved everybody to a, a new place here. And yeah, I went to pick up the clout box and I about threw my back out. <laughs> it's like 12 pounds of poker chips. So that is something you're not going to find at Gen Con. And that's quirky. Right. And uh, that's the, you know, um, I think you're going to get a little bit more groups like that to do some quirky things. And, you know, you you just can't beat it. And now that True Dungeon's there, holy smokies. Oh, man, it was great. We got to run with some newbies that they had, you know, because it's these are there's a lot of people that that's their convention, right? They they maybe live there or they live around there. And that's the convention they go to. So last year was awesome because we got to really sit in with people that were brand new to the game and watch them. And, you know, to me, it's not about, oh, let me show you about this game and let me tell you about my 19th level paladin. To me, it's, I love to watch the awe on their faces. There was two kids and a mother that went with us and the kids were 12, 15 um, and the mother's, you know, younger than me. And, um, it, just watching them be in the rooms, and even though we knew some of the puzzle answers, um, we just kind of held our tongue, and mm-hmm. we watched, and it maybe floated a clue out, and we watched these kids and their mom work together, and and you know we worked along with them, you sure. know we just didn't stand in the background. Sure, you can't we're do that. Spoil it. We didn't spoil. Yeah, you know you can't. Yeah. But watching these kids figure it out, and then the the just the happiness that they had. You know, you, you you know when we go to Gen Con, there's a lot of regulars. You oh, barely yeah. run into newbies, right? Oh, you, yeah. You barely oh, yeah. sit down and go, oh, you're new? You've never played before? I mean, it happens, sure. but it doesn't happen near as much as obviously it can happen at Origins. So if you're a true dungeon player and you got turned on to our podcast and you're hearing this and you're wondering about going, go and enjoy watching those moments again like you had or you watched your friends have going through True Dungeon. Yeah. I literally watching them look at those name tags and go, I'm a bard? And they're looking at it like, what is all this stuff? <laughs> and then watching them cast spells and watching them get into it, and they're like, boom, I killed you! you know? it's, it's great, except I couldn't cuss. Because they were good. Kids. Yeah. So, I was, so your bard I, songs, your bard songs were uh, were tame. Not, my bard songs were much tamer than <laughs> "Kick You in the Ass" monster time. So you know, we we had a, a real good time. So I, you know, I kind of deviated from the gaming, and um, you know, I wish Ryan was here maybe to chime in a little bit with his. Um, but man, uh, it's been a great time. If anybody from Origins gets a chance to hear this, bring back the silent auction. I showed up with Ryan after dinner which is code everybody for, I had a few drinks and we went to the silent auction 
And I just decided all these games are going for too less of money. <laughs> and so I started just putting down, well, I think this game should be at least $12. And I just started filling in all these tags. That wasn't really funny the next day when I won. <laughs> when you won all those games. Yeah, I didn't win all of them. Okay. And I, I did not win the Pretty Pony game, which really pissed me off. Because when we were in line to pick up our winnings, because I knew I was going to get stuck. I was like, dude, did I win the Pretty Pony game? Did I win the My Little Pony game? And then I saw a guy walk out with it. Went, oh, man. True, so. true brony. True brony. But I did get some really good games. So, um, you know, hey, there's even a benefit to that, that you get good games from the silent auction. Um, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> so... Um, I don't know if I said that enough. So everybody go out there, get signed up, go to originsgamefair.com. Well, well, well let me check the internet before I yep. give some no, bad you're, info. You're, you're originsgamefair.com. And this is the weird thing. If you search for origins, you're going to get makeup. That's just all there is to it. Right. And, and I do this every year when I go to look for origins, I put in origins and I get in the makeup company and I'm like, damn it. It's origins game fair. And, um, it's, you know, take a look at what's going on. We'll put it in the show notes. It'll all be in the okay, show notes. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Now they also, you know, what else I like is they have, um, you know, their own little origins award winners. And some of those award winners are people we've already been reviewing. You know what I mean? Like ticket to ride some of those. So I think that they're a great con that you look at afterwards and you get to see some trending ideas. Um, You know, I just know last year, one of the things that came out from uh, after that was broken token. Another oh, one of yeah. my favorite companies got a shout out for one of their uh, systems that they utilize. And by the way, was Broken Token the first laser etched wood put it inside my game box company? I no, no, they were the they were the they were the best though. That was okay. the thing, you because know, laser laser etching and making dice towers like some companies had been doing that, but they came along and they really industrialized Took it to a new it. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just did a much better job. I, I saw them one year at Gen Con and I like Netrunner. And so I picked up some for my Netrunner box and it was just, oh man, this is golden. This is the way everything should be done. Oh, yeah. So when I saw last year that they were one of the award winners, um, I was really happy. And of course, um, you know, you can kind of watch that and look through their, even their past winners and you're going to see a lot of games, you know, and you know, even if you don't go to origins, maybe after it's closed, that's something to go back and take a look at on their webpage and see, you know, who the winners were. And that might give you some ideas for who to check out in your life, either at your local shop, sitting around with your buds, getting together over at a pub and play. Um, you'll get some ideas of what some of the great games are. Yeah. Yeah. That's all really good stuff. I, and and I, I like that they do that. You know, it's a it's a good thing to kind of highlight a couple of people year over year to say, hey, look, go check these. Go check this company out. Go check out this new role playing game. I think that pretty well wraps us up when it comes to origins, uh, a lightweight survival guy. We kind of went over all of the things uh, for origins in one fell swoop, but it's less complicated, right? So it doesn't need a bunch of different episodes. Origins can be wrapped up in one. I'm really looking forward to going to origins. Hopefully I can swing it in 2019. That'd be a phenomenal, that'd be a phenomenal time. Um, Any last kind of shout outs or comments you want to make about origins? You know, it is, it is in my heart. It may be because it's in my heart. Cause it was the first one I went to Yeah, and I got the heroin started there, but I tell you, I, I just enjoy the, the, the breath of fresh air that it is. It's big enough that, you know, as we talk about some of the smaller cons we go to, 
I'm limited on how much I can play. I'm limited right. on how many things there are to experience. I don't feel that there. Yeah. I feel like there's still tons of me to play and I can get into what I want to play. Right. And um, again, uh, gamers, you know, great time. Uh, you know, you almost just can't go wrong anytime you sit down with four people that are, or five people that all have the same objective of having fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Thanks, everyone, for joining and listening again, uh, talking about Origins today. As always, have fun and play well. May all your roles be crits. And David, you are quite duplicitous. (laughs) You're catching on. I like it. You seem bright and chipper. I'm glad to. And you guys went to dinner and you took the baby to dinner. I hope you didn't leave the baby in a bucket or something at the house. You did take it with you, right? Yes, he went with okay. us. Good. Oh my god.